Welcome to the Crown Heathens Podcast, where we talk about video game news, our favorite games, and just about anything else. My name is Matthew, and as always, I'm here with my best friends, Marissa and Sacco. Now, I'd like to remind everyone that there are no stupid questions, so I'm going to start us off with a question right now. Marissa, what is today's topic? Right, I thought it was going to be a much stupider question than that, so you really surprised me there. Uh, today, I wanted to actually talk about um, what video game you believe made you a gamer. And like that's different than let's say a video game that you really liked or you played a lot, but like what video game pulled you into a universe or maybe realize like made you realize gaming could be. So so what I'm hearing from you, let me just clarify. You want us to say what games made us go from playing video games to living video games. Pretty much. Becoming one with kind the video of. game. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe that's a good way to look at it. Well, I'm thinking like, like maybe it would be best if I started. Well, yeah, let's go. All right. So I had an original Xbox and the game I had for the original Xbox that I will honestly say made me a gamer or at least the gamer that I am right now um, is to no one shock a Bioware game. No. That was released, in, right? <laughs> Shocking. Uh, it was released in 2005, and it was called Jade Empire. Um, so with Bioware, it was a RPG. It was choice-based, so you could actually change the endings of the game, which when I found that out, like I, I, it blew my mind. I was like, there's different endings to this game. Like, you can actually, like, my decisions matter. Like, I can't just mass murder people and have no consequences like there was suddenly consequences in a world and i could influence the other characters i could make relationships with them i could even romance them i've never been so drawn into a story in my life and i had no idea video games could do that and that is like the moment i knew like i would play a hundred video games over and over until i found another one like this just to get this feeling again so i guess that's what i mean by like what made you a gamer so that's interesting because i feel like that is a popular video game like that is that is a popular way to end a video game with like with a choice base but i feel like it's also not popular like i feel like a lot of games don't have that this your choices matter but at the same time i can name like a definite large handful um, but maybe yeah, in later years like i feel like in in the original xbox days i don't know how popular that really was so you said the game was called jade empire jade empire I, okay so i've never heard of it but <laughs> uh, so it had a very similar so it was very similar to it wasn't the most popular one that um bioware had created even for the original xbox their most popular one was actually um kotar or knights of the old republic which was a star wars game but they use the same like morality system in the game and it like the the most interesting thing i thought was i had seen other games where they had maybe like two endings but this one i want to say had a few and you could actually quite a bit influence the ending based on your decisions and that was the, that was really the first time i had seen that i think it's definitely a more popular um like trait in video games now especially like open world games where you can kind of um play different endings or different missions different side quests that'll lead to different endings and different character traits 
Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's definitely interesting that like the first Xbox, like, I don't know if you know off the top of your head what year this game came out, um, but it's definitely like, I feel like there wasn't a lot of games back then. And it's interesting to me because my game that like, I immediately thought of when you said, like, what is the game that changed gaming for you? It was a completely different um, game. And it was like very straight linear, like no matter what you do, you have zero choices. And I was like, yeah, I'm in. I'm all for it. You were like, take away my choices, please. <laughs> I feel like the like the choice based games weren't like it, that might have been like a limit of the technology of the time, because like you couldn't yes. make games that were 100 gigs. So you couldn't really have multiple cutscenes and stuff like that. Like You might have oh, just yeah, been limited to what you had. As far as storage goes, what the console was available, like your maybe like you mean dev times and stuff, like just trying to get the game to work properly. Well, so I I like the other reason I love this game was the story. Like I I had never seen such good storytelling. Um, to the point that there's um and I'm gonna spoil this, so I don't know if anyone out there is like suddenly like I have to play Jade Empire, like go for it, man. <laughs> but the graphics are gonna be questionable and <laughs> whatever. But Basically, you start off um, the person at the beginning of the game who like trains you, um, you get to where you think the end of the game is and it's only like halfway through because they, you know, pull the whole betrayal thing on you and kill you and you enter the after like it's a whole thing that happens. Um, But then you end up with, I think, I want to say there's like four endings which I had never really seen before. And there was a moment where you like went to go into the final fight. And I thought this was the funniest thing. So you go into the final fight, the big bad evil guy is standing there and he's like, Hey, like you're really powerful and like all this stuff, but like, I'm still going to beat you. So if you give up now, I'll just like write your name in history forever, but I'm going to kill you. And then it gave you the choice. It was like, do you want to do this? And I was like, what do you like I can just give up and so I was obviously curious so I said yes because I had a save and I knew that and um you give up and it's like this really sad ending (laughs) where like the world is shit now but you have a statue of yourself so yay and then there was like I don't know the amount of endings that they had given you was what really drew me in like it felt like they actually really cared about this game when they were making it and not only that, but like different endings, because like they've played games where it's like you can choose to do this or choose to do that. And then the one ending is like, oh, uh, th- like the, this is definitely what they were thinking of. They're leading up to it. The game immediately that I'm thinking of is Bioshock. I don't know. Yeah. If you guys, like one ending is yeah. like, this is the ending that we want to try. And the other one is like, and they they all died. It's just slightly different. Yeah. Yeah. Was it. yeah. <laughs> this was slightly different, too. Um, I believe um, you could actually like based on so there was two morality paths that one they called open palm and the other was closed fist um so basically how you made your decisions actually changed the dialogue choices you got later in the game i think um that was a thing so there was a lot of like it actually mattered your like um step by step decisions in the game and not just an end decision but i know bioshock is like if you don't harvest the little sisters, then you get the good ending. If you harvest one, you get the medium. And if you harvest all of them, you get the shit ending. Yeah, like yeah. it was almost, it was kind of like a black and white thing. Like 
it was all depending on the little sisters. For there was Bioshock. it was black, white, and a little bit gray, but mostly black. Yeah, because like the yeah, the like if you harvested one, it was like basically the same ending as the bad ending, but like it was a little bit shorter. It was like it? it was yeah, it was just weirder. So, I yeah, I definitely think it's interesting that that this game gave you the options. Um, but like I said, like the game that got me into it was like the complete opposite, and I feel like the storytelling is definitely something that got in me into mine uh and the game that that i'm referring to is final fantasy 9 um so Naturally. as you guys know a uh, huge square enix fan um but before i talk about that like like there was games that i played like on the game boy color and like i played pokemon like pokemon silver is probably like the earliest memory i have and it was fun and i like played it for like hours and hours and hours like non-stop all i would do is play my game boy color but it didn't have that that storytelling aspect like it's pokemon like catch pokemon be the best that there ever was like yeah like obviously i was intrigued but final fantasy 9 um really changed the way i viewed games because i became an active player and i i joined this i i was able to enter the final fantasy 9 universe and the storytelling was so immersive so just um every okay so there's a lot of final fantasy games and i know you guys haven't played too many of them i wouldn't say that you half of or half of maybe one <laughs> or any at all um um so the biggest thing when i say i'm a huge final fantasy fan and the biggest thing i hear whenever i tell anybody yeah like i love final fantasy and they're like oh there's too many of them like i can never get into them um the thing that i love about final fantasy is that there's similar traits to each universe but every single numbered game has a different, completely different play style and a completely different universe. So the only time that it'll actually continue is if you have stuff like Final Fantasy X Part 2, Final Fantasy 13, Final Fantasy 13 Part 2, and then Final Fantasy 13 Lightning's Return. So like these games are confined universes within their own um like within their own stories. But Final Fantasy IX is a completely different story. And the reason why I love it so much is that um you're basically playing as a party. So you're you're controlling one person usually, um, but you're controlling the actions of your party and you're, you have eight players that you can choose from. And right from the beginning, like you open the disc it was for the PlayStation one, you open the disc and in the um, like instruction pamphlet, like they had a picture of each character with a quote and it's like, why are they doing this? And like. It, it's literally just like in a single sentence, you're getting like the main character, his whole motto is you don't need a reason to help people. Right. And his, his whole thing is virtue. There's another character who's like, his whole thing is sorrow. Yes. Marissa. So it was really the characters, <laughs> like, like it was really the like I, characterization and the creation of the characters that connected it, you to this world. Like it was background. the ability before I even started playing this game. I already knew what these characters wanted. Right. You know what I mean? Like there was one character, his name is Vivi and his quote was, how do you prove that we exist? Maybe we don't exist. And the entire game, it's just like he's he's a black mage and he finds other black mages similar to him and he finds out that they're clones. Spoiler alert, 20 year, 21 year old game. <laughs> um, and it's like, why? Like, like he's just every single time it comes up, like the general story arc is telling you what's happening. But like every once in a while, you'll pop up and it's like, if you haven't read the menu book, maybe you're not going to know that. And and like it's the like. So like it's just I'll go okay I won't talk about this too long but I'll I'll just keep going for a little bit. So like we have 
Um, so Zidane's like character tribute is virtue. I don't, you don't need a reason to help people. You have somebody who's his despair to be forgotten is worse than death. Devotion. Someday I'll be a queen, but I will always be myself. Indulgence. I do what I want. You have a problem. Like that's it. And like, you're getting these snippets into these characters and they each have such strong opinions. And then you're entering this game and it's 70 hours to beat it. There's four discs. Like you have to flip through the discs and it's like, I remember waking up as a kid before going to school and I'd be like, I would play for like an hour. My mom would be like, where are you? Like, you need to go to school. What are you doing? And I was like in grade seven or like grade six. And it's just like that ability to just completely enter another. Like that was the first time I really entered another universe. Which is like such an addicting feeling. Yes. And, and so now my question to you is, did Jade Empire make you feel like you were a part of that universe or was it the multiple endings that really intrigued you? It was it was it was everything. Honestly, I'm citing the endings because I remember that sticking with me a lot. And it was something I soon became disappointed about in other games, like when I didn't have choices at the end, meaningful or not, whether they were huge choices or not, I got really disappointed if I couldn't influence the game based on my decisions. Um, cause I think that that's the most interesting part about, um, playing games, which is why I, I do love a good RPG. Um, but the world itself too, like they had created such interesting characters, um, an interesting world. Um, they told a really interesting story. I just think I was constantly intrigued by what was happening. Um, and if I... Like playing it again, I have played it um, a couple of years ago. Again, um, now I look at it and, you know, you're seeing what's missing, but it really was the game that I realized, wow, this is like what video games can do. This They can pull you into this world. They can let you make decisions that matter and you can really tell your own kind of story through this world like you're actually influencing the world as well as being drawn into it so so for you it was the influence on the world for me it was like just the in-depth storytelling like i couldn't get this much storytelling from a movie like even if a tv show i spent 70 hours watching a tv totally. show i wouldn't feel so like for me it was like the 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 in-depth storytelling for you is the ability to change like these characters these worlds and influence them uh, my question now, Sacco, what yep. was the game? Like, do you have this opinion on a game? Like, what was your game? Uh, I, unfortunately, I didn't play a lot of RPGs and stuff growing up. I, um, we had like a Super Nintendo and like, so we played Mario and stuff. And um, we never, we never had like any of the Zelda games. We never had like those like crazy long, like commitment games. We just had like sports games and we had like Wheel of Fortune and like random games. Um, I didn't end up playing RPGs until much later. Um, probably starting with like Borderlands in like the 2010s. So like well into my gaming career. But uh, which is which is fine because there's different types of games and everybody has different preferences. I'm yeah. definitely not trying to say either that RPGs are one, the only game I play the only game that anyone can play oh no for sure that yeah. have this sort of like intrigue to them i've definitely been pulled into other worlds as well in like very shocking ways one of which i would say is call of duty zombies i've never been so intrigued by a world and i was not <laughs> expecting that in what is a first person shooter 
Yeah. And like a side mode at that, right? Like, yeah, it's a side mode in a game that I did not expect to find any sort of story. But similar to Matt, I guess that that was the moment where you had to actually dive into the world, maybe a little bit outside of the game as well, like on the internet, reading about the characters, reading about the stories, reading about the events that took place between each maps and like connecting it that way. Mm hmm. Um, Marissa, I'm glad you brought up Call of Duty and I definitely want to get back to that. Um, really quickly though, I, I'm so intrigued and like, I need to know because I still don't have a game <laughs> from Sacco. Sacco, what was like, if you just had to say, it doesn't have to be any year. Like you could be a game from last year, even like, what is the, like, what is your video game? Like top game. Everybody needs to play this game. My top game. Like the game that got you so intrigued in gaming. I wouldn't say necessarily the game that you have to like you'd want other people to play because it yeah. might be old. It might be old, <laughs> but, but if, I mean, you should still if... play Final Fantasy Nine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, after the Super Nintendo, we got a, a PS One, and we had none of the f like first two Crash Bandicoots. We had Crash Bandicoot Three, um, and like that was like me and my brother would play video games together because we had like wheel of fortune like we like had like weird two-player games and like crash Bandicoot. you're telling me wheel of fortune didn't make you a gamer no unfortunately it did not <laughs> i honestly um, i was so excited i i thought you were going for it <laughs> i'll take crash bandicoot as a, as a close second <laughs> <laughs> um, in our hearts wheel of fortune is sacco's game of his yeah, life you know what, that's the one that's... that was the defining moment and you see pat sajak <laughs> up there oh man unbelievable <laughs> um no it was like it was one of the it was the first because it was a single player game but like it was the game that we always played when like my cousins came over and so we would just take turns playing the levels and like just getting through the like story like the journey of it a campaign i guess and it, it was one of those things where like this is no longer like a like a, just a me and my brother thing like this is something you can share with everybody and like it was really like the like, gaming to me is more of like oh playing with other people oh. like i love playing with other people I, I love a single player game as well like don't get me wrong but i mean it's it I, I feel like i have the most fun playing with like my friends my brother my family like stuff like that and yeah i don't know so that would be like the that's that's super interesting that you're attributing like your moment of becoming a gamer to a sense of community almost yeah yeah I, and and just to keep going on top of that community like you, you said you love playing a single player game. I am like, I will play multiplayer games. I get the most involved in video games when they're single player games. Like I will, I don't care if I'm playing at 3 a.m. in the morning or, or right after work. Like I will play the single player game and I will put 70 hours into it. But there's no better feeling than being like, I just finished this game. And then immediately turning to one of your friends and one of your friends slowly becomes the internet and one of the internet and the internet slowly becomes a podcast. And you're finally like, I can talk about this game and like having that sense of shared experience, even though it was a single player game, you're saying you love playing single player games together. And I think that's such an amazing feeling. And that's such an amazing thing. Like, yeah, we can go to the movies together, but okay, we're watching a screen, but we're living these characters. We're playing these games and we're becoming these characters and I'm becoming the same character that you're becoming. And we're getting different things out of it. We're getting different morals out of it. We're viewing the game differently and we can talk about it for hours and hours and hours. And that shared community is such a great, it's such a great experience. 
not only that, but like the gameplay itself is lasting for hours and then the conversation is going to last for hours. Like it is, there's nothing more bonding than playing a, like a video game with someone, in my opinion, assuming both people are as invested yeah. as the other. Exactly. But right? even I, I'm just picturing like a small sacco. And like he's <laughs> he's playing this level, handing the oh I, I can't beat it I can't beat it. Hands the controller off to his cousin. His cousin beats it, but then he gets stuck on the next one. Hands it back over to his older brother. Like the, yeah, that that pretty, shared pretty like yeah like it's exactly. This, I mean, stuck isn't on that level. like isn't that like how everyone like if I have to actually like Jade Empire made me want to buy more video games, but the thing that gave me the like impulse to even play Jade Empire was playing Mario and Sonic. 3d blast with my brother and sister and trying to get to the end of those games like before you could even there was no save cartridges there was no save states there was no nothing like you're just trying to get to the end of the game before you have to turn it off that night yeah right and yeah exactly because it wasn't i mean the ps1 had like memory cards but the the super nintendo didn't right and like you had like you to like write down codes for some games for that was like your save code and then when you booted the game back up the next time, you had to put the code in. So you had to like, we had these notebooks of save codes for the original, like the Super Nintendo. Oh my stuff. gosh, that's hilarious. Yeah, that was, that was, that was fun. It, it reminds me, I don't know if you guys have seen this picture or if it's even a popular meme anymore. I don't even know if it was a meme, but there was a photo of like three little kids, like ages 10 to five. And they're all just surrounding their mom and they couldn't beat Super Mario Bros. Like they couldn't beat Bowser and like their mom was playing it for them. And like they were like so like the mom beat Bowser and like they lost their minds. And like these were the happiest kids I've ever seen. And the mom's face was just like it wasn't like, oh, yeah, okay, I beat Bowser. Like this this is a fun video game. But like the joy that she brought her kids by beating the game for them was just like. It was just a whole like so wholesome. I don't know if you guys have seen this photo. I'll try and find it later. But it was just amazing. Like, the happiest these kids have ever been. They didn't even beat the game. They just watched their mom beat the game. <laughs> like, the mom got to, like... And I can just see, like, Sacco sitting around with his cousins and, like, I've definitely done this. And, like, that's such... That's another great way that video games have made us fall in love, like, with these stories and with these games. It's it's the ability... It's a connection. To, yeah, it's, it's the ability to... Share with someone else, right? Like... Yeah, it's 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 the ability to change the world. It's the ability to become those stories to join the world and it's a, an ability to to share a world with each other it's a shared connection with the characters and with our friends and and whether it's a single player game or a multiplayer game it it it's just a, an amazing i just love video games so much guys i just love video games <laughs> so i actually have a really funny story that's kind of like you just remind me of with that um story about the mom is uh we used to play Super Mario Bros. 3 um, on the original, like the Super Nintendo. And we would get to, we would get the game to World 8, but we could never get through World 8. And by we, I'm being very loose with that term. It was my brother and sister mainly and then them handing me the controller to move between the like <laughs> like the like actual uh levels like that was what i was allowed to do because i was like five you were the navigator and i was not good i, I was the navigator the controller. I, I got the controller that wasn't plugged in i was like i'm helping <laughs> 
anyway, we would, and then we would, they would, they would stop the game, they would hit pause, and then they'd be like, don't touch it. And then they would go up to my dad, and he had a friend who was really, really good at video games. And so they would call him and get him to come over and beat the game for him, them. Like, that was, that was the goal. It was to get to World 8 with enough lives that my dad's friend could come over and beat it for them. And it was the best thing ever. Like, I, we still talk about that. Like, that's still something we bring up at, like, family events and stuff. Remember how we used to make you call your friend and he would beat the game for us? That's funny. That's a, but, like, that's it. Like, because it's, now you've, like, brought in, like, people from outside your family. Like, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, I love the whole, like, sharing the experience with other people and, like even like seeing their different reactions to certain stuff in the games, especially like some of the newer games, like the more like story related games and like like stuff like Detroit, right? Like those like really intense moments, really intense choices, like watching someone else play that and be like, Oh, I didn't I didn't pick that when I played it. Like that was and I didn't think you were gonna pick that when you played it. Like like having that Yeah, I mean that's something um me and my best friend, her name is Megan, like that's what we do is like when we hang out, we we play a video game and usually it's a it's a one player game and one person is watching the other person and just kind of being like, oh, I didn't even know you could do that. Or like, wow, you got past the level I got to. And like, that's how we hang out. Well, even even the fact that you guys are Sacco, I think you brought up Detroit and it was like I saw that game and I was like, oh, that's an interesting concept. I don't know if I'm going to play it. And then both of you sat me down and were like, no, we're playing it. And and like, I will remember, like, I will never forget the moment where I was like, okay, like, okay, okay, like, we'll play it, we'll play it, we'll play it. And like, it's, it's a solo player game. I sat down and you guys were just staring through my soul, just like, what's he going to do? What's he going to do? What's he going to do? Will he, what's he going to And then like, I would do something and you get uh, a gasp from the side. I'm like, well, did I fuck it up? Did, did I make the wrong choice? Wait, can I go back? Like, what did I do? And like, does that add suspense? Do? And it started off with being like, all right, all right, I'll play the game, I'll play the game, I'll play the game. And then it was like, can we play? Like, can I, like, now I have to finish it with you guys there. So can we play, please? And you're like, okay, like, we're going to go do, no, 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 we're playing. Like, we need to play right now. Yeah. <laughs> and like, like I'll you never need forget to finish that. Okay, but that's interesting, Matt, because that was a game that I had actually, like, Megan had basically done that to me. I was over at her house and she sat me down, she handed me the controller and she was like, you're playing Detroit. And I was like, I don't know. And then it started loading in and I was like, is this a scary game? Like, are you trying to trick me here? Like, this is going to be like a horror thing, isn't it? And she was like, no, I promise it's not scary. I didn't trust her. I didn't think I was going to like it. Um, but we got into the game and I was addicted to the point that, well, you know, Matt, that I sat you down and basically did the you same did the thing, same thing to, to me. And, and I haven't done it yet, but I promise you I will sit somebody down and I will watch them play that game. And I will I will do the exact and and it's that cycle that's just going to keep on going and the ability, the storytelling ability that Detroit had and that all these games that we're mentioning have like it doesn't even have to be the RPG like Crash Bandicoot. Like I guarantee you Sackle is going to sit down one day and make somebody play Crash the way he used to. And and like just the ability to enter these worlds is just so amazing. And. And it's it, it's I don't know, I'm just I'm I'm almost speechless. I'm. I'm the speechless podcast holder. All right. So speechless podcast holder. Let's talk about what video games you're playing right now. 
Um, so I said I would bring it back to Call of Duty, and I didn't think I would bring it back to Call of Duty in this way. However, I am currently playing Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> so still, <laughs> I'm still playing. Uh, I'm still playing Zombies, and it, um, it kind of relates to what made me fall in love with video games. I'm gonna bring it back, just a really quickly, really quick second. Um, Final Fantasy had active playing. I'm entering this world, and I feel like Call of Duty Zombies has passive playing um and it's like yeah. i can spend hours and hours and like i'm entering this it's i'm entering the the zombie universe but it's more of escaping hours kind of thing yeah you you don't play it to go into that world you get play it to forget about all your problems yes. in this one and yeah a hundred percent and it started in in high school like the first time i played call of duty like i played the story mode and i played online and it was like, okay, yeah, like whatever, like it's a shooter game, blah, blah, blah. And then I was just like, I have an hour to kill. Like, what am I going to do? And I, I loaded the first zombie game in, in World at War. And I was like, the birds were chirping. And I was like, oh my God, like I just spent 10 hours playing this game. Like, that's amazing. And to this day, like I will, like I like work's getting so busy. Like I have five hours to kill. Like, oh, I can start a video game. Like I don't have a lot of time. Like I really just, I just want to play zombies load up the game, play it with friends, even play it solo and just like escape the world for everything that's going on. It's like, I can just shoot zombies and maybe try to unlock an Easter egg, maybe just try and survive. And at the end of it, like, yeah, maybe I'll lose it round two. Maybe I'll lose around 10, maybe I'll lose around 20. But it was like that escapism is just fantastic. Um, and and that's what I'm doing right now. So I'm just playing the new Call of Duty uh, Cold War zombies just on repeat. So it's interesting to hear you talk about zombies like this because, and I definitely have played it to just forget about everything, but nine times out of 10, when I'm playing zombies, I am tying everything into the very um, sometimes paper thin um, plot that they've created for this game in the sense that I don't think I would be still playing this game if I had not Googled what the zombies were saying which was Sam and been like, who is Sam in Call of Duty Black Ops 1 and found out the story involved in it. Like the story is what pulls me into zombies, which is weird to say, but it does. So it's always interesting that you play it to just it's, forget. It's, it's like that. It's like that experience we were talking about where it's like we can play the exact same thing in the exact same way and get something completely different out of it. And I'll play JRPGs. I'll play The Legend of Zelda, Final Fantasy. I will play lists and lists and lists of games that I'll put so much time into. And like, as soon as I get hooked, it's kind of like when you're reading a book and it's like the first chapter takes a little bit of time and then suddenly the book is done and you're like, how did that happen? I will do that with lots and lots and lots of games. Final Fan um, Call of Duty Zombies is a game where I go to and it's like, I need to kill some time and I don't want to think. I need to go into autopilot mode, load up zombies. Yeah, and that, it, that's always what it'll be for me. I'll gladly do the Easter eggs. I love the storyline, but I'm never going to go and be like, OK, like I need to figure out the story. It's like, no, I need to go on autopilot for the next 10 hours, the next five hours. What makes me sound like I'm not an addict? I need to go on autopilot for the next half hour. Let's play some zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody plays zombies for a half hour, Matt. We all know you're lying. Yeah, all right. All right. The birds are chirping and I'm, I'm still just <laughs> trying still... to turn the power on. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Sacco, what game are you playing right now? Uh, I am still playing Shadow of War. Um, just, still hooked on it, yeah, right? Yeah, still, still grinding through that story. Uh, I, I, I plan on getting all the achievements at some point, 
um but i'm still just working through the story right now and um i really enjoyed i don't know how far you are i really enjoyed the the shelob backstory that you kind of get it was like a super 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 side mission like yeah, it was like the, collect the pictures but yeah. the story arc for that was amazing yeah if you pay attention to it because it really it's like a, it's like the background of like sauron and how he became like the evil bad like the big bad evil guy from the movies right and stuff and the books and all that and um yeah there's a lot of stuff that like if you really dive deep into and do all like the side missions like it's a it it, it explains a lot of like the the lord of the rings world right it's really interesting it's really good i'm, I'm enjoying it i'm it and not only does it explain a lot of the lord of the rings world it doesn't in a way that doesn't seem retroactive yeah like it doesn't it, it doesn't cancel the movies like it takes place in the same universe but at a different time and like it because it's, fits into the movies it fits into the books yeah like it makes sense it's before the movies right i think so. yeah it yeah. takes place it takes place i think like 40 years because so it took place after the movies then a lot of the enemies you're mentioning wouldn't be a thing. <laughs> yeah yeah so so like i think um uh it takes place half the amount of time in between the hobbit and the lord of the rings yeah, because it's you creating the Ring of Power, right? That was the yeah. first game. Hmm, I I have no memory of Shadow of Mordor. <laughs> I I that, remember that was a game I played I, at the end of the first I, game. I played Shadow of Mordor literally like, I think, in one weekend. It was like I have time. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's, uh, Marissa. Uh, what game are you currently playing? All right, so you're gonna be really happy to hear this, Matt. I'm excited. And I'm, ready uh, to go. I'm just making sure that I get the right number <laughs> of this game that I'm playing. No. Is it one? Is it two? Is it 13? Is it, it 13 is, part two? I believe it's 15. Final Fantasy 15. Um, Final Fantasy 15, yeah. I just started this and um, I don't want you to get too excited because I will be um, giving some attention back to The Witcher 3. Don't do I it. Finished recently. But I did start Final Fantasy uh, 15, um, pretty, pretty uh, hooked on the story. So you got me there. The characters are fascinating. Um, and the gameplay makes me feel like I'm like a little bit of a badass. So like, I always love that. Um, but I'm not very far into the story at all. Um, maybe like kind of really just past the tutorial-esque <laughs> part. The, um, the boy band road trip has a lot in store for you. And I am I cannot wait for this podcast to end so we can talk for another 15 hours straight about Final Fantasy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually really enjoying it so far and it has pretty much everything I love in a game. Um, but in a, a way I've really not seen before, like it's a very different style at the same time. I enjoy the combat a lot, mostly because you get to use like the, I forget what it's called. It's like you call in your like friend attack. It's, it's very much that party system and like the Final Fantasy games do it very well. Final Fantasy 15 is the first game that is open world. Um, the other ones are usually turn-based, but like the ability to have your, you were, it's what I was mentioning with Final Fantasy IX, where like you're controlling one person, but you're really controlling the entire party at the same time. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't feel janky. Like it, it works. And Final oh, Fantasy totally. 15 does that so amazingly. Uh, yeah. Like I love it. Like I feel, I like the one guy. Oh, I forgot his name. You're going to be really Noctis? upset with me. 
Well, Noctis, because that's a main guy. Um, but it's the he's blonde. He's like funny. Is he the comic relief? He's the comic relief. Yes. Um, are you talking about Pronto? Yeah, or are I you sure talking am. about yeah. Ignis? <laughs> I think it's Pronto. Ignis is the chef. Pronto is like the no, no, he's no, like your not, best friend. No, Ignis. I I enjoy Ignis because he I've seems come up like with a new so. Recipe. He seems so out of place with the group of people that have yeah. assembled. Like he's like the only adult. Like the chef, and everyone yeah. else is just <laughs> like like I'm sure he wants to like settle down with a glass of wine and like not deal with these I'm, children anymore. Like that's the sense I, I get from him. Ignis is wanting to settle down with a glass of wine and Prompto is shotgunning a beer in the background. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Prompto is you, which is maybe why like, I yes. enjoy his character. Yes. Is it not like, like a Oh, he's like royalty. What is he? What is He is Depending kind on how many of, spoilers we want to get yeah, into, I'm going to call him a no, prince. I let's I'll just not get into spoilers because okay. if you spoil something about this game, I will stop. I'm going to say he's a prince. pure spite. Ooh. I'm going to say he's a prince <laughs> Ooh, pulling out the big guns. Yeah, no, I enjoy I enjoy the four of them. They seem like it just seems like a story that's a and I might be totally off, so this might be really funny to like listen so to after I've actually finished the game. <laughs> I will remember this, and I will tell you exactly what time to go listen back to when we talk about this in okay. like two to three weeks. <laughs> but please I, tell me. It just seems like a really great story that's uh, so far in the little bit that I've played. Very highly focused, and I don't want to say focused, it's more emphasizing like the relationships between these four people. And and that is Final Fantasy. And that, I and love that. Like that is absolutely like the banter as you're like driving around is like just awesome to me. Noctis like being emo in the back seat is so funny. <laughs> he's just too like, cool to wear a seatbelt. He's too cool for everything. And then poor Ignis is like, when do I get my wine? And Prompto's like, I wonder if I could jump out of this car while it's moving and live. And uh, the other dude, I forget his name. I'm so sorry. Marissa, you're breaking my I, heart. I, that's my role. Uh, the the <laughs> tank of the group is Gladios. Yeah, he just seems like... Um, I think they call him Gladio. But his, Gladio, his official yeah. Gladios. Yeah, he, uh, like, you definitely don't want to fuck with him. <laughs> I, I don't have a great read on him yet. So. He's, he's honestly, he's like, he's like the he older He seems really brother. good. Like, he's not going like to yell he, at you for shotgunning a beer, but if somebody tries to start a fight with you, he will, like, he'll step in and he'll be like, all right, you, you step too far. Get out of here. Like, he's also going to take the 17th beer away, but not, yeah, not the any 16th. before that. No, no, he's going to let you get fucked up, but he'll stop eventually. That is why I love the Final Fantasy games. They all do this. Like, it's the party becoming friends and, like, the relationship they have with each other and the relationship they have with this mm -hmm. world. But it also makes you feel like you're one of them. Like, there's not four members driving around in the car. There's five, and you're there with them, and you're one of the buddies. You're just waiting, oh, for, that's you're just such waiting a good to get called in. That's that's such a good description, because that's actually... I hadn't fully... Um, you didn't think of it until like, right verbalized now. it yeah. or, like, actually realized it, but that's exactly how I feel. Like, I feel like I'm in that car, too, and I'm, like, bantering with them, even though I'm really not. But it feels like they've done a good job of creating that feeling, which uh, is kind of amazing it, and and that's why i fall, fell in love with these games and if you're on the fence about playing final fantasy uh we are not sponsored however you don't have to play any of them 
Final Fantasy 15 starts every single time with a Final Fantasy for beginners and um, fans. So if you were looking for a new game, I would recommend Final Fantasy 15 uh, or any of the Final Fantasies. But Final Fantasy 15 does have the best graphics. It looks really fun. Like I've seen gameplay of it. I haven't gone around to playing it, but it does look very like high action, like especially like the fight, like the combat parts, like super high action, super crazy. And then you just stop and like and immediately your car's broken down and you're trying to find a part yeah it's, right it's that quick and it doesn't take you out of it it's fantastic i have two points to say one marissa call me in 40 hours uh when you've played. okay <laughs> <laughs> uh and two if you, if you are looking for a new game final fantasy is great call of duty is great uh we are not sponsored so if uh square enix would like to give us money my email is i'm not gonna say it but i believe that is a good time <laughs> to wrap up um all right so as always thank you all for listening um for more crowned heathen content uh you can check out our youtube account called crowned heathens currently we're actually filming a series called wwmd or what would matt do it's about as fun as it sounds you can also check out our instagram twitter and facebook accounts and they are all at crowned heathens until next time thanks